Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking About Talking. I'm senior coaching partner Lori Schlaff, and I'm here with. I'm Jordan Peel, also a speech coach with the Speech Improvement Company. You're listening to the broadband network of the Speech Improvement Company, helping people communicate since 1964. And welcome, everybody. We have a really interesting topic today. Especially important if you are a person who's not a native speaker of English. I think there are particular challenges in terms of speech clarity and understanding the cultural differences in language and communication that may come up. And we're so excited to work with so many speakers of non-native English who are uh, fantastic leaders in corporations and organizations and often come to us to enhance their speech clarity mm-hmm. and intercultural communication, as do you know many of our clients who actually were born here. So, Jordan, one of the first things I'd like to ask you is, tell us a little bit about what it means to be a non-native speaker of English, which is the term we, we sometimes use. Sure. Thank you. Well, there mm-hmm. are, are different aspects of of competence or proficiency when you're communicating and speaking a language. Mm-hmm. We think about the sound system in a language, consonants mm-hmm. and vowels, but mm-hmm. we also think about things like vocabulary mm-hmm. and word choice, sentence structure, mm-hmm. idioms that may not translate very well from one language to another. Uh, beyond that, there are layers of nonverbal communication, the mm-hmm. eye contact and body language, where some of those expectations may vary from one culture to another. Mm-hmm. And the ability to be aware of these differences, to go back and forth and to mm-hmm. make choices that are appropriate for that setting and for that mm-hmm. communicative intent, those are, are important to be able to do. So what I hear you saying is, well, a term I think I love is sort of biculturalism. So mm-hmm. in your native country, for example, there might be certain ways you come across right. that are and- different. And that may be a choice of using certain words, or there may be differences in um, how the the verbs or nouns in your language are inflected depending on who you're speaking to. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't have a whole lot of gender differences in in English built into our words, for example, and Mm -hmm. that is uh, significant in many languages. Mm -hmm. Um, There are terms of of respect that are are woven into to word choice and even the structure of language that a person may not be sensitive to Mm -hmm. if they're uh, from a different language background. So all of these layers, all of these elements play important roles. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, we meet people as adults. Is it possible for an adult to improve their language and speech and communication? Oh, absolutely. We think about the critical periods for language that happen early on, but the truth is that we always continue to learn and and continue to make new connections as long as we live. And the stakes change, and there's more that needs to go on for a professional who's working in a business environment to uh, learn and adapt compared to a child who's just learning language in school. So I think the approach needs to be different. The goals for that person are different and the the tools that will help them to get there are going to. Jordan, I know we work with a lot of people who say, I want to be more clear. Mm -hmm. I don't want as strong an accent. Mm -hmm. And I always say to them, you know, 
I think diversity is great. Sure. I think a great goal is not necessarily to lose your accent, but to be as clear as possible so people can understand 100% of what you say. Yes. And what are your thoughts about that? I would agree with that. And I would say when we do accent work, we're not really losing anything. We're adding choices. And a person may still choose to use the flavor of their first language in a certain context. But now we've given them the flexibility to bring a different pattern of communication, a different style into a different setting. So we're equipping them with options, with, with communicative choices that they may not have had in the past. And so it's really uh, adding, I think, more than it is subtracting anything. That's a really great way to put it. So uh, when a client sees you at the speech improvement company, what are the kinds of things that that person could expect? Do you first have to find out a bit about them and their, their speech patterns? Sure. Well, we like to know a little bit about who they are and what they're working on. They may come in with certain concerns that they are aware of, things that have been pointed out, uh, or fears that they may hold about how they communicate, how they're perceived. And so we get a sense of what they're coming in with in terms of what their awareness is, what their understanding is. And then we use our expert knowledge to probe a little bit mm -hmm. further, look into some of the areas that maybe are not as obvious, things like their inflammation or their speaking rate. They may have done excellent work on vocabulary or on learning the consonants or vowels in American English. But these other pieces that maybe are not as, uh, not as clear, not as easy to address, and we can really assess the, the whole picture of communication and help identify different areas to work on. Mm -hmm. I know one of the things that comes up a lot with my clients who are working on accent or bicultural communication is sometimes they really do have to want to practice. And sometimes mm -hmm. they'll tape some of the exercises on their smartphone and practice. So do you feel practice is important after they meet with you? Oh, practice is what it's all about. That's what takes it from being just a, an idea to something that uh, is a, a behavior that's uh, accessible to the person and hopefully becomes automatic that they don't need to think about as much anymore after they've really been implementing it for a while. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. at the beginning when these behaviors, these choices are new, it does take a whole lot of thought and a whole lot of self-monitoring. But practice is what turns these new choices into habits that then can be part of somebody's communicative inventory. You mentioned something that I think we sometimes don't think about, and that is either like fear or anxiety mm -hmm. or apprehension someone might have about saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing, like shaking hands in the wrong way. Right. Especially yeah. in a, a business setting, there can be so much at stake. And I think uh, when there are miscommunications or communication breakdowns, these are almost always inadvertent. And they come from mm -hmm. either a lack of awareness or not being sure what's the most appropriate choice to make in a certain situation. Uh, and so I think touching again on the practice, the ability to go through some of those situations and, and practice using those behaviors and, and practice responding to, to the feedback, those will equip a person to then get the most out of the, the next situation that they find themselves in. So we work with a lot of business people. And of course, they you know have day-to-day -day business things like meetings and presentations. 
Uh, do you have an opportunity to practice with clients for those upcoming meetings or presentations? I think it's fantastic when the practice resembles what that real-world challenge is going to be. And uh, no no random list of words will be as salient for a person as the actual terminology or the actual language of their, their business and their setting. So the more we can understand what that looks like for these clients and the more we can design practice opportunities that really resemble authentic the situations that they need to be in, the more effective that practice will be for them. I totally agree. In fact, I'm seeing a person from a different country this week, and he's excited about bringing in his materials mm. that he uses for presentations. I totally agree. The, the more relevant, the better, because they're practicing something that they're actually going to use. Yeah, so somebody might be listening to this who does want to work on their speech or becoming more of an effective communicator in their environment. What, what's a first step they might take? Well, we'd love to hear from you. You're welcome to give us a call or check out the website, mm -hmm. speechimprovement.com, and see in a little bit more detail what we might be able to offer you. And I know often our coaches are more than happy to talk to people by phone and learn a little bit about them. Absolutely. And then and then give them some actual sort of customized recommendations because everybody's different. Absolutely. So that's something that's unique about the speech improvement company is when you call, you'll be able to talk actually with a coach, not just a salesperson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's great because often you don't want to just come in and make an appointment. You want to find out a little bit about the coach, a little bit about the company. And that's really going to help people's comfort level. And get a sense that it can be a good fit for their needs. Yeah, absolutely. So we do look forward to being helpful to you no matter what kind of job you have, no matter what position we work with people, all levels, all different kinds of companies and organizations. Or what language you speak. We have lots of clients who, of course, may not be able to come to our offices. So uh, please feel free to join us in Skype coaching. We do FaceTime. If those aren't available, even phone coaching. We're having a lot of success with that. Actually, people enjoy it more than I ever thought. So this is Lori Schlaff. And Jordan Peel. And we want to say thank you so much for listening, and bye, bye for, for now. now. You're listening to the Broadband Network of the Speech Improvement Company, helping people communicate since 1964. If you'd like more information about the Speech Improvement Company and how we can help you with your communication skill development and training, please call us at plus one six one seven seven three nine. 3330 or find us online at speechimprovement.com.